Hey everyone, this is Brian Ferguson. Fans of the AWA, you are in for a real treat. My friend, Joyce Postion, has just released her book titled, My Ringside Seat to the AWA. Joyce writes about her personal experiences with wrestlers such as Nick Bockwinkle, Lord Alfred Hayes, Baron Von Raschke, and others. Joyce also has published many photos from her collection that you will not see anywhere else. Order today by email at joyce.postion at gmail.com. Payment is through PayPal. The book is only $20 plus $6 shipping and handling. International orders, please email Joyce for shipping charms. Folks, run. Don't walk to your keyboard and order today. And enjoy the podcast. Join another edition of Bumps and Thumps, the talk of wrestling. I'm Brian Ferguson. My guest today is a rising star on the independent circuit. She wrestles for Mid-States Wrestling, New Braid Wrestling, and many others. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce Ms. Kelsey Magnolia. Kelsey, thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. I'm excited to. You know, I've seen you... At uh, Mid States, uh, in Springfield, uh, Missouri, and in Harrison, a few times. Uh, it's always a great show. Uh, I do have a question before we kind of get rolling. I- I've seen you wrestle uh, guys. So, is that uh, something you want to do yourself, or is that something that? Uh, the promoters have kind of asked you and you've agreed to, or what was that, what was that kind of come about? Um, honestly, I'm happy to wrestle anyone who wants to wrestle. A lot of the times it's just because of a lack of another girl on the show. A lot of the time, um, okay. girl matches usually go over a little better with crowds than guy girls, but I like, I like wrestling guys. Um, you obviously know I've wrestled Rex quite a few times, Rex Amadeus. Yeah. I always have fun beating him because I usually beat him. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> it, depends, it depends what the promoter wants, depends who's on the show, and I'm happy to wrestle whoever they want me to wrestle. Okay. I, I was just curious because uh, most of the time when I see you, uh, you're, you're wrestling a guy. Usually Rex. Yeah, um, there's not too many female wrestlers around here. Um, I mean, there is, but they're busy right. too, you know, so it's it's tricky yeah. sometimes. But it yeah. always seems to be Rex. Well, you know, you got to start somewhere, right? All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I like Rex. He's a, he's a good uh, – he's been doing it for a little while. I mean, not too long, but uh, – he seems like a uh, he's getting better as as more matches. We actually had our first mid states match was against each other, and I I recently watched it back not that long ago, and uh, we've both gotten a lot better since then. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> all right, <laughs> well, let's uh, roll back a little bit if we could. Growing up. Uh, where are you from? Tell us a little bit about your childhood, if you would, and, and things of that nature. 
Hello everyone, this is Brian Ferguson, the host of Bumps and Thumps, the talk of wrestling. I want to tell you about a new podcast out called Fouls Count Anywhere. It is a classic pro wrestling podcast that brings you the legends of wrestling with true wrestling fans Chris DiCarlo and Charlie Turner. They bring on guests that are legends in this business as well as wrestlers of today, promoters, referees, You name it, they have them on there, folks. And I encourage you to listen to them. If you're on YouTube, watch them. They drop every Saturday. They have their podcast. They drop it in the afternoon. So look forward to that podcast coming out. Falls Count Anywhere podcast with Chris DiCarlo and Charlie Turner. Folks, you will not be disappointed. I guarantee it. And enjoy the podcast. Um, I grew up in Humboldt, Iowa, which is, I currently live in Des Moines, Iowa. Humboldt's about two hours north of here. It's a pretty small town. Um, my graduating class is like 120, so not too big of a town. Um, it is actually Frank Gotch's hometown, which okay. not many people Frank Gotch, but they should because he's one of the mm-hmm. most legendary ever. He uh, grew up in Humboldt. There's a statue there for him now, which is really cool. Um, Humboldt's a good place to grow up for sure. It's a, it's a beautiful part of the state and really nice people there. Um, I uh, I was a wrestling fan as a kid, but not super into it. When I started watching was kind of the height of Attitude Era and uh, my mom was not too super into that. So I kind of had to like sneak watching it and all of that. Um, but uh, yeah, I was a fan pretty much from then, but uh, I uh, graduated high school in 2007, so I'm kind of older to be starting wrestling, but uh, it's been a lot of fun. I, I lived in Humboldt all throughout school, lived there my whole childhood, graduated high school. Um, I went to one semester of college at University of Northern Iowa in Cedar Falls. Um, was going there for art, which is not exactly the school to go for art, but I needed to go somewhere and art was all I was really interested in. So I did that for a semester and then went the community college route after that, um, spent another semester in Waterloo and then moved to Des Moines and finished my AA at DMAC in Ankeny. And I've been in Des Moines ever since then. Wow. So you have a little bit of a drive when you drive to Harrison, to <laughs> Springfield, to Sedalia and all those areas. I mean, yeah, because Des Moines, you know, I live in Springfield, Missouri, so it's about six, seven hour drive at least. Yeah, it's a ways for sure. Um, I'm probably going to be relocating uh, next year. Not exactly sure where, but it will be Mm -hmm. somewhere south of here, I'm almost certain, because well, I actually do. I wrestle quite a bit in Minnesota as well, which is Mm -hmm. like an hour drive to the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. And like Harrison's like a seven hour drive for me. So yeah. I, I'm kind of, I'm used to the travel at this point in time. I also traveled a lot before I was wrestling just to go to like concerts and just road tripping and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I'm one of the people that really enjoys traveling, which it always kind of blows my mind finding other wrestlers that don't like traveling. Cause like you spend more of your time doing that than you do actually wrestling. Yeah. So it's just yeah. something I've gotten used to. Um, it's best if you can get, you know, someone to help you pay your gas for those trips, which sometimes I can, sometimes I don't, but uh, it's been yeah. 
I enjoy it. So I like, I like traveling by myself. I like traveling with other people. It's a, it's very relaxing to me. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about how you got in the business. How, where were you trained? Um, and who trained you and just what gave you that itch to like, you know, I, I want to do this. Sure. Um, well, I honestly never thought I would be a wrestler. I thought I was too small, too scrawny, which, you know, I am pretty skinny still, but I've gained quite a bit of weight since I started wrestling. Um, what got me into, like I said, when I was a kid, I was like sort of into it, but not really. And then what really got me back into watching modern wrestling was when Asuka debuted in NXT. And mm -hmm. I was just like, who is this? She's the most badass woman I've ever seen. She was just demolishing everyone in her path. And then that got me into um, more Joshi Puroresu, Japanese women's wrestling. So I got mm -hmm. into like, the AJW stuff with Minami Toyota, Bull Nakano, uh, Akira Hokuto. I actually have an Akira Hokuto tattoo right there. There you go. Um, so I got really into that and that kind of just opened up my whole world of like, maybe I can do this. Like all these shorter than me Japanese girls are the most tough women you've ever seen. Maybe yeah. I can do it. And uh, so I was mostly into AJW, like the 90s women's wrestling. But then uh, I started getting into modern uh, <clears throat> promotions like Stardom. And uh, it was actually Hana Kimura in Stardom that really made me like, I just, I honestly fell in love with her, her style, her attitude, her wrestling, just like everything about her just inspired me in a lot of ways. And then COVID hit and unfortunately, yeah. uh, Hana got bullied a lot online from a reality show she was on and uh, she actually committed suicide. And that was oh. really a big catalyst for me to decide I wanted to give it a try. Like, mm -hmm. I just, it really inspired me to just see if I could do it. And mm -hmm. so I was like 29, I think, when I figured that out. And I figured if I was going to do it, I was going to go to the best training school I could find. I was going to invest in it. And I was going to go take all the, the best routes that I could find for it. So mm -hmm. um, not too long before that, uh, Glenn Jacobs came and uh, Dr. Tom Pritchard opened up Jacobs Pritchard Wrestling Academy in Knoxville. And uh, it seemed like the obvious choice for me. I mean, Dr. Tom's track record speaks for itself. Mm -hmm. He was a trainer yeah. at WWE for all the, the best years. All the best people were trained by Dr. Tom, essentially. So um, I figured out how I was going to pay for that and how I was going to pay to live in Knoxville for the three months because it's a 12-week program and started getting everything in line to make that happen. And then in uh, April of 2021, I moved to Knoxville and started my training down there. Okay, wow. Yeah, uh, you're, I know I've talked to a few others that went through the Jacobs Pritchard mm -hmm. Wrestling Academy. Um, you might know who he is. <clears throat> His name is Jackson Black. I don't know if you ever heard of him. You know He's him? in my class, actually. He's in your class? Okay. <laughs> uh great uh great guy mm -hmm. uh his gimmick right now that he's been doing for about a year and a half or so has just caught uh on really well especially on social media i don't know if you follow him but mm -hmm. it has really uh has caught on so uh that's great that you're in that class with him he yeah, that see 
formidable students, you know, that's, that's great to, to know. I, honestly, I would recommend JPWA for anyone to go to even yeah. train wrestlers who've already been doing it for a long time. Like there is mm -hmm. invaluable skills and lessons you can learn there. And I, mm -hmm. obviously I live in Des Moines, so I can't do the advanced training much, but once you graduate, you can pay like a very minimal weekly fee and train with all the other graduates and Dr. Tom. And it's a, in my opinion, it's the best training you can go through. And yeah. there's there's other ones out there that are good as well, but obviously I'm a little biased with going through yeah. it myself. But yeah. Dr. Tom is a he's old school and that's the style of wrestling that I'm most interested in. Wrestling fans, promoters, wrestlers, and anyone who enjoys pro wrestling now have something new to be excited about. The Wrestling Fans International Association, the WFIA, is back. WFIA is an association that exists to promote, grow, and support professional wrestling throughout the world. Membership is free. Your membership includes a free digital bi-monthly publication of the Wrestling Fan News newsletter, association updates, voting privileges, and much more. Please go to thewfia.org, that's T-H-E-W-F-I-A.org, and become a member today. I feel like right now is rare in indie wrestling. Um, it's no offense to AJ Styles, but everybody seems to want to be like the AJ Styles, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, that's almost more of just a gear thing. I've just noticed that a lot. A lot of these guys who do a lot of the same moves kind of have the AJ Styles gear and all of that. But uh, yeah. especially as a female wrestler too, doing like the old school Southern style, I feel like is rare. And um, I think... I'm still figuring out like my style and how I want to wrestle and all mm -hmm. of that. Uh, I'm still pretty green and everything, but um, yeah, Dr. Tom was the best. He's tough, but he cares about you and wants you to do well. Yeah. I was going to say you're probably the third or fourth person I've talked to. I, I was, you've answered my question. I was going to ask how long you've been in the business, only a couple of years, but you look like you've been doing it longer and there's other you're welcome there's other wrestlers at at mid-states uh judy azul she she's only been doing it a year and a half oh yeah and i was shocked when she told me that so she is very athletic like she came from athletic background i'm not so athletic myself yeah. but it's she's so much fun to work with and we always enjoy working with each other yeah I, okay so let's talk about that uh, you wrestling in other promotions you know uh you're in iowa which is really that in minnesota like the heart of for sure amateur wrestling you know mm -hmm. iowa and minnesota they're they're always well known for their their amateur wrestling but what i wanted to ask you is uh the promotion. So you said you wrestled in Minnesota, Missouri, and other areas. Where's probably the most where you get the most uh, enjoyment wrestling-wise? That's a good question. Um, I love mid-states. Like, mid-states really does feel like a home to me. Yeah. And uh, I hadn't been there in a few months, and then I was I wrestled there August 12th, and it was the first mm -hmm. time in three months that I'd been back there. And just like the reception I got, the fact that they like remembered me and were excited yeah. to see me, just uh, 
and it's, it's always a sold out crowd. Like mid space, whether you're Harrison or Springfield, it's a sold out crowd, and those yeah. fans want to watch wrestling. Like they love yeah. wrestling. So mid states is always fun. The locker room's great. Jason Jones is a hell of a promoter. So mid states is always awesome. Um, I've had a lot of matches there, lots of different opponents and everything. Mm -hmm. But another place that I really love wrestling and have grown a lot uh, is Steel Domain Wrestling up in I Minnesota. My, uh, actually, my seventh match ever of my whole career was against uh, Malaya Hosaka, which she just carried me like a baby through that match, and she was <laughs> phenomenal to work with. It's, it's rare as a female wrestler to have veterans like that that you can actually work with. Yeah. And I wish, hope, she's kind of she's dealt with a lot of injuries and stuff lately so i hope i get the chance to wrestle her again because i mean like that was my seventh match i think now i'm about to have like my 80th 80th match so mm -hmm. i'd like to think i've progressed a lot since then and it would be cool to yeah. see if uh, we could match up again yeah i was gonna say uh you know every time i've seen you at at mid-states you're, you're you're great i mean if you're wrestling a, a guy or in a tag team or, or Judy, um, it's always, uh, you're so bubbly, I guess, too, you know, your, your personality, uh, in the ring there. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 uh, it's a joy to see. And like you said, Jason always puts on a great, uh, show you guys do too. I mean, you're the heart and soul of it, obviously he's the guy that, you know, formulates it probably, I'm assuming, you know, tells, you know, the matches and stuff. Really the production level for mid-states and the amount yeah. of time and effort and years that JJ has put, specifically in Harrison to that fairground building, he has put so yeah. much work into that. And uh, I mean, the Relics Event Center in Springfield always looks great too. Just the yeah. curtains, the entrance, yeah. the light, yeah. the camera guy, like it's, uh, it's about as professional as you can get for an indie promotion, I feel like. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Let me ask you this: Have you ever uh, been called up to be maybe an enhanced talent for AEW or WWE yet? I have not had the chance okay. to. Uh, that's one thing with AEW not doing dark and dark elevation anymore. It's kind of mm -hmm. taken that opportunity away from yeah. a lot of indie workers. I didn't get the chance to. Um, there was actually. I think it was a tri-states wrestling show in bethany we were all backstage for it and uh they got a call that AEW was looking it was when wardlow was just like running through a million people and they needed like 20 security guards so like four or five guys there all got on it but they didn't want any girls for that so i was just like hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have not had the chance yet, but obviously I would jump at it if I had the chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I didn't know if you had or not. Uh, some people get the call, you know, yep. and uh, either as a enhanced talent or a security mm -hmm. uh, personnel or something like that. I mean, okay. I'll answer the call if they call. I will answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so working with other wrestlers who is probably one of your most formidable people that you have uh, either in the ring against or worked with as a, uh, a tag team partner who's a person or persons that you just have that it factor with 
Um, I guess as of late, um, 3X Wrestling is a Des Moines promotion that uh, mm -hmm. I, before I started wrestling, was a huge mark for. I mean, I would, they used to run every first Friday of the month and I would be mm -hmm. like sitting in line early so I could get front row seats. Like I was such a mark for 3XW. And now I get to wrestle for them, which is just awesome. But uh, a few that's kind of been going there for the last few months is uh, Maggie Lee. And she is a Black and Brave Academy graduate. And she's like my same height, but she is so athletic. She just like blows my mind with how athletic she is. And we've had, I think we've had three matches in 3XW so far. And they're a lot of fun. And I really look forward to uh, having some longer matches and trying out some new things. And it would be fun to wrestle in some other promotions with her too. But she's, um, she's really fun and sweet to be around too which mm -hmm. is important <laughs> yeah yeah okay uh let me ask you this now difference okay you've only been in it for a few years but you've watched wrestling since you were a young kid so kelsey let's ask you this the difference between when let's say the attitude era in the late 90s uh to now, even as in the business, have you seen a shift for the better, for the worse, or for that's? Uh, um, that's. I mean, it's kind of a complicated question, just because um, WWE has just continued to get this huge. I mean, obviously they are the global promotion. No one, no one is ever going to come close to WWE just because mm -hmm. of the history and all of that. Um. The performance center has been great but i also feel like it's kind of they train everyone in the same way and mm -hmm. it becomes a little homogenized and uh i think it'd be cool if you could just get some different styles in there and also with them just like obviously they've gotten a lot of really good collegiate athletes that have have mm -hmm. been well into wrestling but i do think that you do need to have a respect for pro wrestling and to have a love for it to really have that come across in your performance and your wrestling yeah. because like i'm not gonna say any names but there are some people they they do all the moves so well like they execute them perfectly but mm -hmm. it doesn't really have like that struggle of like a fight it doesn't seem really believable and i yes. kind of wish go back to that more where it seems like people are actually angry and trying to hurt each other <laughs> Right. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I mean, I'm older. I'm from a different generation where you actually, you know, kayfabe when I was a kid was alive and well. Mm -hmm. And you really believe that those two or, or four that they were tag team, whatever, they just hated each other. Mm -hmm. And, and um, I know it probably won't ever really get back to that as far as the kayfabe but i think like for example at at uh at mid-states you know you guys put on a good show and it's um it's believable it's it's entertaining but it's also it gets fans off their butts off the seats mm -hmm. and and uh i've been to a lot of other shows and mid states is the one i haven't for a long time i've that's the first time i've seen in a while 
ever since uh, I started going there a few years ago, where people get off their seats, off their, mm-hmm. off their seats, stand up and actually yelling at the, at the wrestlers or cheering them on. Um, and that's the part with you. I mean, they love you every time you're there. It's fun because I am I'm super baby face at mid states. Like I Oh you I'm are. Baby, yeah. I'm I'm super baby face at Boots Wrestling, but almost everywhere else I wrestle, I wrestle heel at. Which <sighs> I love. I, I was love gonna ask you, do you love it? I, I love being heel more than I like being baby yeah. face. It feels more comfortable to me. When I'm baby face, I feel like I'm just like golly guys, cheer for me. <laughs> like it just feels phony to me. But I, I can do it and it's easier in mid-face when they do love me, so, like, it's easier to be like that, but I don't know. I feel more comfortable being heel. Like, it's just yeah. being able to antagonize those little kids and just see them get all riled up. Oh, it's the most fun. The most fun. Did you ever wonder what could have been with the AWA had things gone differently? Had their fortunes gone differently? Had certain wrestlers not left and perhaps more money would have been at the disposal of the Ganyas? Well, wonder no further. You can go to Brad Drake's YouTube channel and experience the 1987 Supermod for yourself. As Brad Drake starts off in May 1987, along with Greg Ganya, Baron Von Rotschke, Vern Ganya himself, Nick Bockwinkle, Larry Zabisco, Kurt Hennig, and a slew of others as he plays and saves the AWA. I'll be honest, I've never heard somebody say I don't like being a heel. I've never <laughs> I've never heard that. Now I've heard I don't like being a baby face sometimes, but I've never heard you gotta work I don't like being a heel. As a heel, you just gotta piss them off really. And you know yeah, a lot of right. people as a heel, they still wanna be like cool and like I yeah I just wanna do my job and make them angry and like yeah. I um uh, since I am a little bit older and I do like that Southern style more, I'm not going to go out there and be doing moonsaults and all these crazy moves, especially the heel. Like, I think you should just beat them down, get to the point. Yeah. And I, yeah, that's I, also something that's good about mid States is I feel like there is, you get more of that like actual story than just move, move, move. move. Exactly. Like, it's, you don't get, you don't even get surprised when you see like your, second 450 of the of the night you know like it doesn't yeah. even matter right yeah no i agree they tell a great story there and it always makes you want to come back and that's why uh you know in november are you going to be here in november i will be november 11th i will be there i'm not going to be at the october 7th show because i'm going to be where am i october 7th i am debuting for epic pro wrestling in alton illinois on october 7th but i will be there in november for sure oh. Is there any other dates so we can put the up to the fans here between now? So your yours will drop uh, here on the ninth. So anything after the ninth, let us let us. You got anything after the ninth through the eleventh? Yeah, I have another. Actually, uh, October twenty first, I finally get to wrestle for Herb Simmons at SICW. All right, awesome. Yeah, me, and, me and Judy are going to run it back for October twenty first, so that will be a lot of fun. I've yeah. met her at Mid-States yeah. shows before several times, so I'm yeah. happy to find that opportunity. It'll be a lot of yeah. fun. Herb is a great guy. He is. Uh, the guys that are on his roster are, are all great guys. Attila Khan, I've, I know you know mm-hmm. who that is. Those guys are just, yeah, incredible. So, yeah, so I have 
SICW on the 21st, and then um, mm -hmm. I'm back at Honor Among Wrestling in uh, the Quad Cities on October 28th. I actually have a Halloween street fight that night. Uh oh. Against, against Noelle Summit. She is from uh, the Denver area. I first met her out at Rocky Mountain Pro when I went last year, and uh, that is going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward yeah. to Wow. Awesome. Hey, I want to thank you for coming on today. It's been an honor. Uh, you've got so much potential ahead of you. Um, thank you. You know, when I watch you folks, if you're out in those areas and she's on the marquee, go see her. Kelsey Magnolia, she is a phenomenal wrestler. I've never seen her as a heel, so I don't know that part. I've seen her as a baby face. And she was like, she's kind of like, and uh, please don't take a, you're like the Bailey when Bailey was the, you know, uh, yeah. All right. And you're probably like Bailey as a, as a heel now. I don't know, but I don't, you know, cause she's a heel now too. So, but anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Kelsey Magnolia, if you get a chance to see her, see her. She'll be at the show for sure. Uh, November 11th here in Springfield, Missouri. October 21st in uh, Southern Illinois for Herb. So get out there and see her. It's not like it costs a ton of money to get in there. So that's the good thing. So Kelsey, thanks for coming on today. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Folks, if you're watching, thank you. If you're listening, thank you. And if you haven't subscribed, please do so. And we will talk to you soon.